This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. All right, what's up, everybody? Taz here. Uh, Andrew Bogus sitting in for the Moose. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. Uh, we're here till 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, thank you for listening to the show right now, maybe across one of our great affiliates on CBS Sports Radio or the Radio.com app or a Radio.com website or CBS Sports app. Maybe you're listening on Sirius XM Channel 206 to home for CBS Sports Radio. Uh, if you want to call the show, that's a very simple process. Attention hotline fans. 855-212-4227. That's an 855-212-4227. We're coming to you live right now from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. So um, we're going to get to this topic here, Andrew, and I'd like to get your thoughts on it. And anybody who's listening to the show want to call in and talk about it. Whole situation, and we heard uh, Darren Zook, the Zookster, a Z bone, as we call him. Yeah. Uh, yes, turn your mic on. Z daddy. There you go. Z daddy. That's a good one, actually. Z daddy. I like. Uh, with the Dodgers and the Phillies, where uh, L.A. Dodgers, uh, they got a little upset at the pitcher Hector Neris, and because you know he, he kind of yelled an explicit towards their dugout, uh, while his emotions got the better of him. Um, L.A. Dodgers, uh, you know, skipper manager Dave Roberts. Let's take a listen here. What did he had to say? He was emotional with the save and a big win for them, which uh, I, I think that we played this game, this series the right way, played it straight. And so to to look in our dugout and to taunt in any way, um, I think it's uh, unacceptable. Yeah, well, I, I mean, unacceptable is a hard, is a, is a big word to use there. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I was watching this game live. Um, it was, remember last year, when baseball had those Facebook only broadcasts, yeah, 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 and they were kind of terrible. Right. This year, I mean, we talked about that. Uh, Moose and I did. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. This year they're on YouTube. Yeah. So and I, yesterday might have been the first oh, one. Free, well, hold on, they're, they're free games. It's on a YouTube? free game. There's no local television. It's like a pseudo national broadcast, but it's only on YouTube, yeah. YouTube TV, YouTube dot com. So I'm watching it, and the game ends, and. It was now Naris said to go back. Was it Monday night? He blew a save earlier in this series, and then by giving up a home run, he hit the next batter, got thrown out. 
got suspended three games. He still can pitch because he's appealing. So there's you know, this history with him goes back a couple of days, if not farther. He comes in the game yesterday afternoon. It's 7-5. Gives up a home run. It's 7-6. And then the last out was a fly ball to like the track in right center field that Bryce Harper and Scott Kingery almost messed up and didn't catch. But, I mean, it was like, you know, 15 feet for me to home run. It was a little bit of a scare, a contact. So, I mean, he survives this thing barely. Right, right. And then turns and does this to the dugout. As the game is ending, the, the <clears> camera, they're sh- you're, you're seeing shots of the Dodgers dugout looking out going like, huh? And Max Muncy <laughs> standing there like ready to fight. Yeah. Justin Turner, who hit the ball, was coming back to the dugout looking at the mound going, really? And the, the, the guys aren't noticing it. The announcer's on TV. One of them was Earl Hershiser. He was the first one to finally goes, oh, there's, there's some hot tempers down there. Um, and, it, I mean, it had to be. So then you, you find out exactly what happened. And, again, I don't, I don't love unacceptable. That seems a little harsh. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, well, Dave Roberts Hector Nears, get off the field. Yeah. Like you've, you've had a bad week or two right. now or, recently. Particularly right. at the Dodgers. Well, you survived right. yesterday. Leave. Just walk off the field. He's been, Go home happy. He has been dreadful, uh, Naris, to your point. I mean, in his career against the Dodgers. Right. Okay. And, like you said, blown a save a couple of days ago, too. I mean, so it's like, you know, for him to do this. You know what? And, look, I respect that, that uh, Hector Neris, his emotions, and, and you get fired up. I get that. Do what most guys do, and you know what you, you see this whole time, Andrew, where you see players uh, put their glove over their face, pitchers. They'll put their glove over their face, and you'll see them yelling something. Well, that's what they're yelling. They're cursing because they're so excited because they did, usually did something really good. So they cover their mouth, their whole face, with their glove. Well, Hector Neris didn't do that. He basically just looked at the dugout and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say what he said. <laughs> and, you know, and then it was also, almost uh, a fight. So... To me, though, the the bigger, I don't say bigger picture, but I guess because I kind of have a dog in a fight as a Met fan, uh, but not just that in general, the Phillies, it always seems like it's something, another team with the Phillies. There's always an issue with the Phillies. Maybe because we're coming off a series with the Phillies, the Mets were, where there was an issue with them and there was problems and guys getting plunked and stuff like that. and. But it always seems like they're chirping or saying something, the Phillies. I, I mean, you know, I don't want to say I don't get it. I understand that they have this bravado, I guess, they're trying to have, the Phillies. But you know what, man? Like, it's, you know, and, and you got the one of the highest paid players in the game on, on your roster. Um, and it's not like he's light. He's playing better now, but it's not like he's, he's, he's not like Bryce Harper's lighting up scoreboards left and right here. Let's be honest. Yeah. He's not. No, I mean, they've so, got some, they've got some punk in them, which is fine. Right. Punk. That's a good way to put but, it. But I mean, yeah, everyone, like you got to know the spot to be a punk and, and right, exactly. And it is a nice win and it was, they needed it because they're trying to get themselves back going in the right direction. So, I mean, I, I get the excitement, but Hector Nearest in particular used to just get off the mount. Like, you, you got your save. Or yell barely, into your glove. Just yell into your glove but don't, don't look right. Don't look at the dugout. Don't look at their dugout say nothing. Because they whooped your butt like 48 hours ago. Right. And then you had a punk move he then. He blew the save. Right. Nearest blew the save two and, days ago. And then put one in David Freeze's back. And right. now he's out there last yesterday afternoon. And in the other direction, the punk move. Just walk off the field. And this is the beauty of the National League. Because... At some point, I mean, you know, if it, he's going to have pitchers bat, you know, there's no DH, so you know, yeah, see, but he's not going to bat. He's not going to bat. So I was going to say, but you never know. I, you know, you're probably right. He wouldn't as a savior, as a relief. No, he, he probably wouldn't. You're right. He's not a starter, so he wouldn't. But it would be something. That's I'm saying. That's what happens with the National League. You know, pitchers got to get in the box. You know, I mean, you don't normally see a pitcher throw another pitcher, but you know, it, 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 it's something like this. I mean, if this guy were to bat. Near as he, you know, they're, they're pissed. He embarrassed them. He punked them out. 
after he has not had a great career against the LA Dodgers to begin with. And they, in the uh, the the Phillies, you know, they're sitting third place in the NL East. Okay, they're like just like seven and a half, eight games out of first place. Um, they're right above all Mets here. Um, you know, and, and it's not so. It's not like they're 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 killing teams. They're not the Braves that they're in first place, so they're not like uh, as strong as whatever the Cubs are in in the NL Central. You know what I mean? So it's not it's not like you got to have that kind of bravado, as you said, some punk in them. They get. I just think because uh, maybe again, as a Met fan, I know I'm doing national radio here. As a Met fan, it, it's just... You don't like Philadelphia. I, it's I fine. Can't stand Everyone else the, understands the, it. I can't stand the Phillies. So it's just... <laughs> for me, you get it. I mean, you know, you get it. By the way, side note, I love your attire today. Uh, I was waiting to mention this. Your T-shirt is beautiful. It's a running the game T-shirt. It's an old school Taz show mm-hmm. shirt that you uh, I gave to you as a presento. You did. Yes. Uh, it's funny. Uh, you don't wear that when uh, the co-host of the show, Mark Belusis, is here. I just wanted to say, I never see that. Uh, none of you guys. Uh, now, all photography teams coming in here, I believe, to take a photo. You know, that's a good point. I mean, also, too, I believe you have an infinity lead on Moose. <laughs> I'm witnessing a photo shoot that's going to go on on social media at Taz and the Moose of Andrew. Already, hey, I just did. Andrew Bogus um, actually flexing, which was awkward. Delete yes. that last one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you've given us these beautiful T-shirts. We got a special code. I think we paid five dollars extra well, for our person, t-shirts, you know that. and shipping and handling double. Um, <laughs> and you gave us those amazing uh, tumblers. Well, they're thermoses, thermoses. for hot and cold beverages. Yeah, and yeah. listen, the, the lid is not ideal. The lid, the the clip thing, you know, the actual yeah, cover clip. could certainly be uh, engineered slightly better. I, I agree. Better. I'm a little disappointed in that myself. I but once you honest. get the hang of it, and you get you know, you get the 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 associated mallet to get the lid down to really seal in the hot or the cold, it works perfectly. And so that's two things you've given us out of the goodness of your heart. Well, this is what I do. Moose zero. Well. (laughs) Right? I don't want to say anything. I'll just take the high road. Yes. Okay, so anyway. if you do at some point remember to buy donuts when it's your turn on Donut Friday, then your lead increases to 3 nothing. I will do that. It hasn't been Moose's turn on Donut Friday yet either. Problem is with the well, the problem with me with the donut thing is I don't carry cash with me. Yeah, you know because I have too much of it, so I don't have room in my pockets. And if, I have to wear like carpenter jeans with all the pockets. <laughs> yeah. I have so much money. Uh, these are my money pants. You know <laughs> what though? It would have been great today if you got the donuts today, Pete's out. Oh. It would have been and Moose. Didn't even think, Didn't of think that. Of that. I'm gonna have to do late. an Uber Eats thing here. Well, not the plug, but uh, Mikey B has invested interest in that. All right, I'll go. Get, you'll ping me. I'll Uber, be the one leaving. Uber Eats. No, well, we'll have, what happens is on Monday, Tuesday, whatever, Moose will be back, Pete will be back, and those guys will be cursing us out because we got donuts without them, and, uh, which is a natural segue, uh, staying on the baseball topic and cursing out. Uh, the Yankees, uh, their skipper, their, their, their guy, Aaron Boone, uh, he went to bat, uh, well, kind of uh, literally, he went to bat for his team yesterday. Let's take a listen here to uh, – he went off on an umpire because uh, – what's his name? Gardner got called out looking on strike, on yeah. a strike. Uh, by the way, it was a strike. I mean, did you see it? 
Um, it was borderline. Dude, the next it pitch was a strike. to DJ LeMahieu was not a strike. Okay, but when what's his name? When Garner got called out looking, that was a strike. Mike, yeah. was it a strike? I mean, it was right down the middle I'm of the plate. Yeah. Well, no, strike. it wasn't right down the middle of the plate. It was on the corner, outside corner, Jones. Yeah, okay, it was but a still, fifty-fifty call. I mean, it was more towards the middle of the plate than the outside corner. He was boiling up. Yeah, and but but seeing Garner, I mean, we're going to play some of the audio here of the the complete rant and went nuts on a rookie umpire. A home plate umpire did Aaron Boone, but Brennan no, Miller. That's Brennan Miller. That's the umpire, rookie umpire. But I got he's tell eleven. You, <laughs> he looks younger than me, which is saying a lot. But Gardner in the in the dugout, dude, with the bat, what he was doing, hitting the. He was violating the helmet cubby. I, I've had to watch that at, at least thirty times. It's yeah. hysterical. He was jackhammering his helmet cubby, and more then he than was, the helmet cubby, but he's hitting the, the roof. Yeah, of the dugout. Of uh, of the dugout, it was a stare. It was moving the whole dugout, and nobody in the dugout. All the other Yankees, they're not even reacting to him. <laughs> it's like this smashing, boom, boom, boom. And they're not even moving. That's those baseball players. They're so focused, you know. But let's play this. Uh, let's go to six. Let's play Aaron Boone. No, let's go to seven. Actually, Aaron Boone going off on the uh, on the. Uh, Well, it's a little tough to understand what he's saying, but it's because he's cursing a lot. Yeah. Aaron Boone. And basically, he's saying he's giving credit to the pitcher, saying that guy's a good pitcher, yeah. but our guys are savages in the box, more or less, saying that they're not going to sit there and watch anything near the plate. That's more or less, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. obviously, what he's saying. Uh, yeah. We've done Ripley, uh, rip reading, lip reading before. Yeah. Read those lips. Uh, we've done that before. I don't know that we've always had perfectly on mic arguments, but this is an all timer. To, at least for me, he gets out there and starts screaming at this dude right in his face. And again, it's like a, it's like a dad. It's like the Michigan lacrosse coach yelling at a fourteen-year-old oh young Taz about his choice. <laughs> I mean, Brennan Miller again is as small as Billy, as young-looking as me, and Aaron Boone is right in his face, fingers going, spitting in his eye, and. I don't know where this comes from, but our guys are savages in the bleeping box. That's a good pitcher, but our guys are savages in there, and you're having a terrible start. Tighten it up, tighten this, you know what up, and then right, off right. he goes. And the thing is, and then they sh- and uh, they show a clip of you see while while he's getting while he's walking away from the ump boon, you see Gardner clapping for him from the dugout, which you know it's typical Yankee yah yah. No, you see, know, I, I love it. No, and wasn't I do it you too, last listen, week I asking do, if Aaron no, Boone was good? Listen, I do. What's that? Didn't weren't you asking the room last week if Aaron Boone if, if Moose liked Aaron Boone if Aaron Boone was likable? Did I ask him? That? Yeah, I think I Aaron Boone was super likable yesterday. No, no, I agree. I like that he clapped for me and Gardner, but it's just like it's just so Yankees. Like this, even even in. Problems you mean of, a real baseball team that no, everybody does their job? Like, that's what a manager's yes. supposed to do. He uh, defended listen, his guys. Okay. He got tossed. And Gardner loves can it. Can I finish a sentence, Mr. Baseball Hot Take? Can I finish one sentence? Can you pl- please let me? This is when he shuts his mic and backs away. He did have his own this podcast. Is, no, see what this guy does? This is what Andrew does. So people can't see. This is how immature this person is. <laughs> he shuts his mic, and then he pushes himself away from the I mic I left my like mic this, on, actually. This whenever time. someone goes at him on the air. So that's not, you have to stay and you have to battle through. You bat, You make it through the rain, sir. That's what you have to do. Make it through the rain. 
What I'm saying is I'm, I understand how great the Yankees are. I'm, a, I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm just saying everything always falls at the place for the Yankees, even while their manager goes on a curse-out tirade on and up, goes to bat for his team, but yet they show his players a clap for him. It's just a little so Yankee for me. It's, everything's perfect for the Yankees. And again, back to the Yankees, Aaron Boone. Let's take a listen to hear why uh, he was so aggressive with the umpire. Just a big game, and just felt like some things weren't going our way there early, and just wanted it to be, you know, I felt like it needed to be known, and nothing more than that. And, you know, and usually, and we know this, Andrew, you know, when, when managers do, you know, get in an umpire's face and get thrown out of the game, it, it, a lot of times it will, you know, fire up a team. And did, did this rant for Boone, did it fire up the team? I don't know. I feel like we always play fired up and inspired, and um, oh, so I don't. I don't necessarily think anything like that. Yeah, everything's perfect for them. Yeah, well, it's, this is just another day at the office for his Yankees. Yeah, uh, here's Boone. Dude, they talking. won twice yesterday, actually. Jerks. <laughs> <laughs> here's Boone on uh, saying that that uh, bleeping savages. Sometimes in the heat of battle, you just kind of utter some things, but you know, I, I feel that that way about our guys, no doubt. And it's interesting, you know, you and I were talking during a break, you know, would Boone have done this if this was a veteran umpire? I got to tell you, I feel like he might have, but let's take a listen to what Boone said if he would have acted this way if it was a veteran ump, not a rookie ump. I don't know. I mean, I, I just felt like our guys, you know, certainly didn't want anyone else getting getting tossed. And we, you know, we were pretty pretty heated there, several of our guys there in the first couple innings. So um, I, I just felt it was, you know, necessary in that spot to kind of, take the attention off some of the other guys. It was also really hot yesterday in New York, super humid. They were playing a second game still. I might have just been like, I don't want to sit out here for two games. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go inside. The- Give me an opening get tossed. I'm going yeah. back in my AC, I'll my, in my, the, in the my office. Clubhouse or the office and do that. Now, by the way, PBJ. that sound we played of Aaron Boone, we have to credit the Yes Network, so thank you for that. All right, so there's the deal. So, uh, other side of break, some NBA GMs, they don't like Kawhi. Uh, Taz and the Moose with Andrew sitting in for the Moose. We'll be right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. So the great Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao, boxing's only eight-division world champion, returns to face the hard-hitting, undefeated Keith One-Time Thurman for the World Welterweight Championship tomorrow, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, live on pay-per-view. So, we get into talking about what some NBA GMs uh, don't like about Kawhi Leonard. We'll get into that shortly here, Andrew, uh, you and I, uh, but right now, uh, latest sports update uh, with our man, Darren Zook, uh, Z-Bone the Zookster. Uh, Z-Daddy. Uh, Z-Daddy is the other one. Z-Man. Uh, Zookman Jones, uh, the Run nookie. Run on the gamut. Yeah, wow, got, all of them. The Zinnick. Look out. Is that a gimmick? Oh, Zinnick's in it. Well, you know what? Or Mike, Cynic. Maybe we, excuse me, I'm speaking. May, Mike, maybe Don't we should uh, Excuse me. No. Uh, maybe we should have our social media team uh, put together a, a poll, okay, uh, at Taz and the Moose about what's the proper nickname for uh, Darren Zook. So should it be the Zookster? Should it be? Help me out, guys. You need, we, have, we have three or four. What are the rules? Four like? options. Three or four. We have an four. extended one. So we get four. Most people get three. We right. have four. I got juice. Z-Bone. Zookster. Come on, give me another one. Well, he, the Zookie, I, I don't like that one. You need to have Z, something you don't Z like. Z-Daddy. Z-Daddy. And or, or Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. 
What's number four Jeff. is Jeff. With a no, no. Z. What's Jeff? Nothing. No, not Z. Z Man was my girlfriend's ex boyfriend. Oh, you just put what? me in a bad place. Wow. Actually, wow. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Bogus just put me in a Wait, bad did place. Really? Yeah. I, I, I don't know yeah. his girlfriend, and I don't know Jeff either. I think but he how? did. What I, a maybe connection. he did. My wow, brain that's just a little rough. Yeah. Hello, friends. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a little nasty. Uh, let's not go with Jeff. So let's go with uh, Z Bone. Let's go Zipster. Let's go Z Daddy. Z Daddy. And then you don't like. What's the one you don't like? Zuki. Zuki. <laughs> well, no, you gotta get, well, no, I know. You, you, gotta do, yeah. you, gotta, you, you, Jeff, you can't get everything. What, what, what is this? What is it? Yeah, so, your Darwin Zook, every day's a holiday? I mean, what is this? And so, it's like, oh, I yeah. want all the ones I love. Yeah. Uh, that's, not that easy. that's not how life is, man. It isn't? You know this. When, no. does, when does it go bad? It's, pretty, <laughs> well, it's been pretty easy. <laughs> I, I have a few lines I could say, but I won't yeah. say. Okay. Dar- Darwin was on a dating show. Here you we were on a dating show? Oh. I had to do it. Thanks, Mike. When was this? Uh, about uh, six years ago, seven years ago. It's been that rough, bro. Yeah, it was fun. No, Got why do you have trip? to go on a dating show? We are on, like, Love no, Island? No, no, it's it some Love in the Wild NBC show. Oh, yeah. that kind of show. Yeah. All right. Who's Love in the, the Wild. Yeah. Love in the Wild, so you're doing it in the jungle? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like the Survivor meets, uh, like, Bachelor deal. That's what. They, that's how they describe. I'm bogus. Just heard me tell this probably like twenty times. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was the Taz the last time you were here. Yeah, too. So. <laughs> it's new, it's new to all. New to the audience. True. No, I never. I never. I've never heard you. I, I've never heard this from yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're out like in the wild, like with like, and there's like 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 tribes and like. Yeah, I was in the uh, in the DR. Like, so. It's like you're running around the jungle and you have girls chasing you around and like yeah, and, and, yeah well yeah kind of like that. something like that but different yeah right, I understand yeah, yeah and you partner yeah. up with a girl and then they you have two guys and a girl I know it sounds weird and then you run out of the that jungle and then you try and win the show are you then, on horseback um bareback no, no. no. were you you're not on horseback you're not on horse a lot of swimming no horse okay I picture you on a horse like with a tank top I do yeah I do enjoy. <laughs> when are you Ladies, picturing that? Are oh, you in the wild? Though? You're yeah. saying you're in the wild. Yeah, I was so... in the DR, Dominican Republic, and it was. <laughs> and then, depending on where you finish with the group, right. then you're assigned to either live in like the night in a shack or in like the in big the jungle. Ca- or in the castle. Dude, in the jungle. No, no, then you move. We, they drive us to the beach. The what? The beach area. Oh, the beach. Yeah. Not the jungle. Not the jungle, yeah. you? No jungle. Oh, yeah, hopefully, it. it's been all removed from uh, from from you know. Google searches. Sounds like everybody's searching it right now. So that poll is up. We had to kill some time there. How about you do the sports update, (laughs) and then we'll figure it out. Okay. (coughs) Yes. Well done, professional. All right, right, yeah. (laughs) That's what we strive for. Follow you guys. This report sponsored by Wrangler Outdoor. Pants and shirts made with durable fabrics, moisture management, and UPF 30 protection. Wrangler Outdoor, clothing with outdoor credibility and everyday versatility. Try them on today. The second round of the year's final major, the Open Championship at Royal Port Rush, taking place right now in Ireland. Jam-packed leaderboard, J.B. Holmes. Last time I checked was in front, but it's been a few minutes now, so let's check again. He is in front at 7-under. Tommy Fleetwood is just one shot back at 6-under par. 11 players within three shots of the lead, including Brooks Kepka once again in contention at 5-under, two shots back. And Jordan Spieth also at 5-under. Just two behind the leader, Holmes. As for Tiger Woods, plodding along at one under on his round as he gets ready to make the turn. Six over overall. He needs a huge run to make the cut. Okay, here, hold on yeah. a second. Okay, no. so listen. So we have actually, hang on a second. Yeah. So we have some exclusive audio, kind of not really breaking news, 
but of you, yeah. uh, Zuckster, of you on your TV show that you are. Yeah, I think Mike has this saved somewhere. Mike's played this before. Yeah, yeah from the last oh, time thanks we for, told thanks for, make, <laughs> thanks for making it feel so special. Well, good job. No, we've good never job, told that. I feel like I'm, I'm not going to say. Okay, let's, <laughs> let, let me hear this. Come on. Jason was able to dive down, and I thought, oh, God, what's the luck right Hold now? Hold on a second. That's you, bro. That's yeah, first, yeah, that, that is weird, Sam. Hold on. Stop. Little, please stop. Please. That is weird that it came Stop. Out Sorry. <laughs> is that is that you, dude? Yeah, I honestly didn't. I don't know why. They must have the like modulation. Di- oh, 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 yeah. Hold on. Modulation, my ass. Yeah. <laughs> you sound completely different, dude. You sound now. You sound, I'm you, Don Zook. I, I now don't know. you sound like a, Mike like making a baseball call. Edward R. Murrow <laughs> right now. Like <laughs> over there, you sound like yeah, it's Mike perfection. making a <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue listening to this. This is Darwin Zook on his TV show, The Jungle Girls. Jason was able to dive down, and I thought, oh god, what's the luck right now? Because while I'm good at other things, athletically swimming, you definitely is not manipulated one. that sound. It was a little awkward not, not being able to impress the girl the way I had expected to. Dude, sounds on helium. That's not the way it yeah. sounds. I mean, and just her, her really voice, too. Like, she was like, that's oh, weird dude, helium filter. Too, oh, these They're guys. totally messing with me. Come on. Yeah, that did was, that. By the way, that sounds like that show sounds like it was really bad. <laughs> yeah, that lasted two like, seasons. Really that was the <laughs> Like, really bad. Dude. It was bad. Like, it, it, we got a free it, trip, though. It was fun. Again, through the DR. Yeah. Did you have to <laughs> before the Did you incidents. have to stay down there after you were eliminated? Yeah, you got like a free week or two down there. It was like ten. Yeah, we got ten days down That's there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, though. we just hung out. I was eliminated along with half the other people, and we all just hung out. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, but uh, so, Mike, truth be told, did somebody doctor that audio? Because it sounds nothing like him. No, that's the way we found it on the internet. So you bl- blame production from the show. I didn't catch the, the girl at the end, because, of course, Andrew has to expose it. Also, let's, let's, I just want to hear the end again. If you, Billy, just play like towards the end. No, I don't want to hear the whole thing again. <laughs> to impress the girl the way I had expected to. It's a good point. Good observation. No, Murph. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> Too much. Vindication. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> you guys could, just couldn't go along with it, right? You had it. They had it. Ah, they doctored the audio. All right. I couldn't go along that far. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Tiger Woods, uh, he's plotting along one under on his round right now as he gets ready to make the turn six over overall. So he'll need to get to one or two in order to make the cut. Rory McElroy teeing off. In a few hours from now, he shot a first-round 79 at 8 over. Uh, baseball, the Twins on pace to shatter the single-season home run mark. Dan, the first pitch, a swing and a drive. Right field and deep. Back it goes. Twins lead. A pitch hit. Go ahead. Three-run homer. And the Twins take a 4-3 lead. You guys didn't doctor that audio from Corey Provost, Twins Radio Network. Eddie Rosario, pinch hit homer. Twins beat the A's 6-2, snapping Oakland's six-game winning streak. Twins now on pace to hit more than 300 home runs this season. That would shatter the all-time mark set last year by the Yankees, 226. Speaking of the long ball, Steven Strasburg put on quite a show at the plate in the Nationals' 13-4 win over the Braves. Strasburg, the first pitcher to homer and record another hit in the same inning since Edwin Jackson in 2010. Strasburg went 3-for-3 three three with five RBIs. Pete Alonso, his 32nd homer of the season in the 16th inning. Mets were on the verge of beating the Giants for their fifth straight win. But in the bottom half of the inning, Brandon Crawford had an RBI single, and then this happened. Here's the 1-0 to Solano. He lines one past the reach of Alonso into right field. And that's exactly what they do. The Giants come from behind. 
Donovan Solano with the game-winning hit. Giants win 3-2 in 16 innings. Madison Bumgarner, nine strong frames in that one. Chris Sale got his first win of the in front of the hometown fans in more than a year. Red Sox blank the White Sox. Five zip. Back to you guys. Uh, it actually sits tight here, sir. Uh, we okay. actually have a social media update right now. Okay, so at Taz and the Moose, which nickname should we give to fill in anchor Darwin Zook? Zookster, Z-Bone, Zookie, Z-Daddy. Right now, to give you what's in the lead is Z-Daddy by 40%. So Z-Daddy's in the lead. Zook is at 20%, Z-Bone, and Zookie. Are you, do, are you on Twitter? I'm not. I know. Oh, God, I know. goes on dating shows, and yeah. you're not on Twitter. <laughs> Maybe that's why I got off. At, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. Actually, that is one of the yeah. reasons I did. Yeah. Uh, it was a little awkward. <laughs> actually, um, we actually have another social media update. The Kingsman, uh, at Kingsman36. I almost thought Darwin was talking about being on that dating show, Dating Naked. Na- okay. Dating Naked. With a... Okay. Right. Oh, you're running around the jungle. Yeah. Good job, Kingsman. That was hard. <laughs> Kingsman, please. Yeah, Twitter, you're going to hurt your hands. So anyway, right, look, so we're going we're to work on this nickname. We'll figure it out. Yeah. When you come back later on in the show, we'll have a, a plethora of votes on the social it'll media. It'll be finalized. And it'll be finalized. It'll Thank be great. You. All right? Great. And we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, so there you go. So we still got to get into this. Well, what else? Is there something else I was supposed to talk about? No, it was just, that, was, that was funny. Why? Why? What, what's the matter? Hold on. Wait, what's wrong? I uh, laughed at something what, funny. We were like, okay, the, goodbye, bye-bye. Bogus it was pushed funny. away, and uh, I, I, I thought Dude, everything was fine. Enough enough. Does he do that or not? He gets upset. You know him a long time. He gets upset, Bogus, and he pushes away from the mic. I've I'm actually done, known I'm him. I'm done talking now. I've known him like, since he was a teenager. And has he changed much? Actually, no. no. Physique-wise. He's the, <laughs> he's the same fatter. cool dude. Yeah, I'm softer. <laughs> well, Can I go now? What's the luck right now? Please, go, go. He's, he's, <laughs> Zook sound like a teenager on that dating show. On, on, on the, I uh, sounded like in, that in, in back Bermuda. in 1999 when we first met. Well, yeah, you now have the radio chops now. Mm, you thank have, you for noticing. You sound more manly. Unlike Darwin, which even if that, you know, even if that audio was doctored, dude, like now he really sounds like I have the radio. He's got great pipes, right, as we call it yeah. the business. But even if that audio was doctored from the Desert Island dating show he was on, uh, that might not be the name. Um, he even if it was, dude, his voice has changed. How much could that have been doctored, Mike? Really, it wasn't it? Wasn't doctored, dude? That was doctored. I'm being the, honest, it wasn't. The doctored. girl sounded like she was on the Mickey Mouse Club. I, well, that's the I didn't doctor it. It's the only audio that was available from the show. Did you so watch maybe, the actual video on YouTube? Yes, this was years ago though. So I, to be honest, I don't remember exactly importing it. I just saw Don walking by through the glass in the newsroom. He had his head down, like it's like when people leave this room. I think they're. they're is that what happens, Andrew? Because like Moose and I, like when people leave, us, like they just went through like a blender. Yeah, I mean, I I'm now numb to it. I have no more feelings or emotions, so I just <laughs> walk out in a stupor. It's just you come in here, and yeah. it's just like a beating. You need to have it's, a short memory. Yeah, and just realize that every time is an isolated incident, and it might change. And you can't let what happened the hour before or the day before impact how you feel the next day or the next hour, and live in the moment. Says victim number one. Said the host of (laughs) Basketball Drives, the podcast dropping next week, starting with three episodes in the can, as we call it. Not one, not two, three. That's right. Thanks for the plug. You got it. You got it, my friend. You got it. Thank you. On that note, uh, we are sailing to break. I'll decide to break. Uh, We didn't get into it this segment. We'll get into the next segment. The GMs, the NBA GMs, they're talking some trash about Kawhi Leonard. What's going on? Taz and the Moose. With Andrew sitting in for the Moose, be right back. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 
It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio toll-free line, 855-212-4227. is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. So, yeah, for my Kawhi Leonard, right? So some of these GMs talking smack about my man Kawhi. You know, it's kind of – but here's the problem, right? So it's like you got a Western Conference GM saying the Bleacher Report. Okay, Kawhi is, is, is great at getting his – but doesn't elevate anyone. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't uh, elevate his team. There's a typo in here. I'm reading this thing. He doesn't ray his team. That's wrong. That's incorrect. He doesn't ray. I guess it means doesn't elevate his team. I guess that means basically saying that about about um, about Kawhi. And then an Eastern Conference GM said he doesn't have leadership. Okay. So listen, I don't listen. I have a problem with this, Andrew, because it's like no one's attaching a name to it. So it could be. It's just an anonymous GM in the Western Conference that could be made up for all we know, dude. I mean, and let's say it is true. I mean, do you have a problem with what I just said? Not Turn your if you have a hot a take, bit. please. No, right? I don't. Right no. or wrong? You gotta if you if you're gonna say something, then don't be anonymous. Right. There's a reason to have anonymous sources. There, there's times where people have to say things not on the record with their name, but you shouldn't grant anonymity to somebody who's just gonna trash a dude. I agree. Yeah, that's not that's not how I this totally works. Totally agree, dude. And listen, plus it's wrong. Right, it is wrong to what? say. Right, well, that's why the guy probably don't want to have his name on it either. To say that Kawhi is great at getting his, but doesn't elevate anyone. Let's say, let's say that this anonymous GM from the Western Conference is correct. How is that correct? Because it's not Kawhi's job to elevate anyone except play great and take care of his own business and then lead by uh, lead by by example as being a great player and I, I mean they're all I believe in leadership don't get me wrong but I'm saying it's not his responsibility I hate when people have this take that <clears throat> these top flight athletes these pro athletes male female no matter what sport like it's their responsibility to elevate everyone around them it's their responsibility to just be uh, just be this this great human. Listen, pro athletes, there's nothing written when you work your ass off to be a pro athlete that, A, that you need to be a role model. You don't have to be a role model. I've said it before on my podcast. I'll say it here. Role models should be family members or, or, or a teacher or someone that your whatever your religious belief is, somebody. You know what I'm saying? Those are role models, people in your everyday life. I don't look at pro athletes as a role model. I don't look at that. So looking at a guy, Kawhi Leonard, he don't need to be a role model. He don't need to elevate anyone except by his play. He needs to worry about his own self-being. So for someone to say that, I just... I, I think you might be reading too much into that sentence. That's what I do. I, I, that's I what think I do. that just means that he doesn't make his teammates better on the court. I don't think it has anything to do with like personality and like morality or making them better people. I, I think that just means like Kawhi gets his stats and nothing else is different for anybody else, where other guys put their teammates in position to be to be more successful. But I, I which I think is an actual is a is a good trait in a player. And I think it's true of Kawhi Leonard. I mean he he went to Toronto and while you know he won a freaking championship you could say he like single handedly won the NBA finals but he did that because Pascal Siakam was great because he put of Kawhi Lowry Leonard. On the map. Lowry was a good player. Lowry, but he made, he made 
Tell me they give him fame. Right, and Fred Van Vliet was, was able Off to knock bench, down shots yeah. because Kawhi Leonard found him and was playing Correct. so well that other, the team had a focus on Leonard, which let Van Vliet open, and then Fred and everybody else had to make their shots. But all of that went through Kawhi Leonard. I don't... I. You can you can complain, and again, take this all from where it's coming from. It's coming from a team employee who doesn't want to pay all of these guys all of this money. But Kawhi Leonard, I mean, the, the critique of Kawhi Leonard and his deal with the Clippers is that L.A. paid a lot for maybe only two years of Kawhi. Right. To, to, to pull on Kawhi as a player and as a guy that makes everybody better, and, I mean, that's, that's not in any way to me valid. A critique of Leonard. I don't. Well, I don't know where this is coming from. No, I don't either. And that's the thing. When it's it's something that and no one's not attaching into it. It's like, I mean, for Bleacher Report to say it's a Western Conference GM. Okay, well then, hell, I'll say this. Well, you know what? Um, I bet it's a bad team. A, a top. Listen, how about this, Andrew? A top NFL player in the AFC told me that his favorite radio show is Taz and the Moose. And that Mark Malusis and Taz are the two greatest radio sports casters of all time. Okay? So, I'm not attaching anyone's name to it. It could be a load of malarkey. Baker Mayfield. Uh, 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 Nope. uh, so, So, I'm just saying, like, I'm making a point that... This could just be a flat-out lie for Bleacher Report to, to get to get people like us talking about them. Which is the problem with this story and these type of stories. Why is, are we talking about this, Mike? It was on the rundown. Oh, it's the, rundown. But I will to counter I hear the word rundown one more time today. To counter that. Someone's getting dropped. To counter that, right now. it's your well, show. So if you didn't want to talk about it, you didn't have to. I know to. that, Mike. I know. No, please don't be condescending. Just a guideline. Listen, like, I'm the guy helping you. You understand that? I'm the only guy helping He doesn't you. need you. You need him, Mike. Well, Never forget is, that. Ultimately, uh, I just need myself. Something. Right. Well, And yes. if I'm going to be successful, I appreciate the help, and that is a huge part of it, but it's about what I do inside as a person I know. and as a human being and everything I care about and dictate. I know. Okay. What's inside doesn't Mike, matter. We've been Mike through this today, very, Mike. Mike is really dialed in today to Spunky. His, himself. Like he's, I feel like he it only went took to, five years, but I, here it is. I feel like he went to like a hot yoga meditation class before the show. Like it's like he's really dialed in, like his zen, you know, today. Really, really dialed in. And it's, of course, Leon, his cat, and him probably have a big weekend planned in the heat here in the Northeast. A lot uh, of snuggling in yes. the air condition. It's funny, interesting segue, cats. Uh, the movie, how's that? Look at it, just smiling. Like, wow, there's so many follow-ups. Taz is tremendous. So, uh, this new, do you see the new movie clip, the new gimmick? Unfortunately, uh, I did. Is this what LSD looks like? Bro, it's really, the movie, remember, the, it was a Broadway play back in the day. So, I watched the clip, because you guys told me, watch this clip. So, I watched the clip of, this thing's got over a million views on YouTube, the Cats trailer. C-A-T-S, Cats. Okay, if you're not familiar with this, it's a bunch of humans dressed like cats, Running around acting like friggin' cats. <laughs> I mean, it's just, and I know it's a classical thing. The great Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I know Barbara Streisand, uh, she did the song, and on cue, the song Memory, which I always. Okay, hold on. The moon lost her memory. She is smiling alone in the lamp. Light, the withered leaves collect all my feet. What does that even mean? 
The withered leaves collect all at my feet. At my feet. They fall on the ground where my feet happen to be at the same time. Oh, watch that. Okay, Remix! got it. No? <laughs> so anyway, this was a classic song. Actually, to be honest, my mother was a giant, well, she still is a gigantic Barbara Streisand fan. A great singer, obviously. And this used to play in my kitchen all the time as a kid. Between this and Johnny Mathis, my childhood was intense. So... Time is when you're smiling, happy days. Let the memory. Usually I sing alone. The only one who sung with me on the Taz show was Robbie Rosenhouse, actually. Okay, no. Uh, Rob, Robbie Rosenhouse and I used to do duets when he was the producer, my one boy. of the many producers. My boy, voice. Robbie. Robbie could sing. He's like got, an angel. He's got one. He's got one type of sound, though. Oh, okay. What is He's that? He's very good, like the pop sound. Like when you hear him sing, it almost is like you're thinking of like some 17 year old, you know, cool kid. Yeah, he's like a Backstreet Boys like stepbrother. It, it, right. That's it. Thank you. That's perfect, actually. That's kind of what he is, but different. And yeah, so that's basically Robbie. Yeah, but so Robbie and I, when he was the producer of the Taz show, one of us, we would sing tunes at times. But like this memory song, we would sing. So you would just sing it with me, Andrew, and mm. I didn't like the way you sounded. That's so fine. So you kind of turned me I. off from continue singing. I'm sorry. So it's like, you know, just let me handle that end of it. You know what I mean? But anyway, so if you're going to go see Cats, good luck. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and there's a lot of famous people in this movie dressed as cats, who's prancing around. Uh, James Corden is in it. The Who? guy from James Corden hosts the Late Late Show or the second nighttime show oh, on, on CBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer Hudson is in that. She's won an, an Oscar. Uh, Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen is in it. Oh, yeah, big names. Dame oh. Judy Dench. What? Yeah. All <laughs> in full cat gear. You go, yeah. <laughs> Prancing around, tails. I mean, Leon is, well, Leon. I don't even, he must be beside himself or herself or his self or itself over what's coming Him. up next. Mike's dialed in. You're going to this, dude. Oh, you're I have no cat. interest in seeing oh, this. Shut up. You creepy. love cats. You're, you're oh, going no, in. no, no, no. I... Stop. All right, I'm going to see I it. I knew it. Who wants it? it? Let's go. I'll drive. I'll now, set up the carpool. Would this be something you and your wife would go to? No, no shot at all. She has no interest in this? None. So you're going to go? I'd be shocked if she had interest in this. Are I can't you... get her to see anything in the movies. Well, really? So Yeah, she it doesn't like the idea of sitting somewhere for 2 hours in the dark. Yeah. No, it's not the dark. It's the oh. 2 hours of we could be we, we could be getting something done. Being productive. Yeah. Sounds fun. She never so, uh, like, wait, there's there's, there's some I'm, things I'm to kind of the same there. way. I, I don't like I'm not a movie guy myself. I love movies and I love movie theaters. I love them too. I would go as a teenager by myself all the time. I go to movies by myself all the time into my late early 30s. I've done Shocking. that once. Uh, it's funny. I, I don't to talk with anybody. Yeah. I, I uh I'm not a movie guy. I grew up down a block from a big movie theater years ago. Of course. Right? And no, I did. And we used to sneak in the back door to go see the movies. Mm-hmm. And, but anyway, uh, when the movie would be emptying out the back door, Jones, me and my friends, we'd wait. And then we, when the guy had, was before he closed the door, we'd run in and hide. While knock him out. We, no, we were little. We wouldn't knock people oh. out. And we would watch movies for free. And that's what we did. You know, we had no money. But anyway, I'm, I guess, I, I know, I'm not into movies. My wife, I feel bad. She used to love movies. Used to love when we were younger. We were going out with each other, then engaged. We would go to the movies a lot, and then I started. You know, I was on the road a lot, wrestling, and then I was home a lot. And then when I would come home, the last thing I wanted to do was go to the movies, sit around a bunch of strangers because I'm not really good in public with people, as mm. you know. Even in the dark, right? Even in the dark, I just don't want to be because I had. There's got to be light at some point. Like if there was a tunnel, I could go right from my car in the dark right to the dark theater. Then I'd go more. I just don't want to be. I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to wear the lines. I'm a former world heavyweight champion multi-time. I'm a grand champion. Why should I wait on any line? 
You know, I ag- I agree. I need to get Junior Mints. I got to wait online for a Diet Coke and a Junior Mints. You, you know what? Me? If you had that Michigan flight money back, you could have a theater in your house. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's another thing to hold over his Circling head. Circling back around. We could be sitting in our theater seats in our basement <laughs> on our huge screen projecting a movie without the the, the annoyance of those regular people. But That's no, right. you had to not visit Michigan. <laughs> so. The thing is, I don't know. I, my wife would have absolutely, she's not a cat lover. Uh, we had no, actually, my son now, my oh, son. Oh, yeah. No, my son is oh, getting yeah. into cats. His girlfriend, she's a, a cat girl. She loves cats. Good girl. So he's like, now he's around cats. He says to my wife, you know, I mean, we got to get a cat. My wife's like, that's not happening. He's about yeah. to leave the house. <laughs> I know, good. I know, right? He's he's like, like, oh, cat. your son gets it. No, that's what he would do. He would do just yeah, he'd, he, we'd get a cat, a kitten, and then he'd be around for a year, and he'll move out. Yeah. And then we're stuck with this frigging cat. You guys are becoming me. You're eating Dave's Killer Bread, <laughs> ham, diet diet Sprite, and have a cat. <laughs> Turning into me. That's true. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, so no no cats in my house. I'm not going to see the movie Cats. Barbara Streisand, legend, great, no doubt about it. Uh, not the sound from the pavement. Has the moon lost her memory? That makes no sense. That's the first couple lines of the song. She is smiling alone. That sounds like me. I'm smiling alone all the time. As we head into the three, the three biggest headlines of the day in the sports world. We do that right here on Taz and News with Andrew sitting in for Malusis. We'll be right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.